listening to the Writerly Bites podcast, where you'll get bite-sized tips for making your writing and your writing life better. I'm Blair Hurley, and I'm a novelist and creative writing instructor. You can find more about me at BlairHurley.com and on Twitter at bhurley. You can follow news about the podcast on Twitter at Writerly Bites. This week's writing tip is don't write an origin story. There's an origin story we've all become familiar with, thanks to the glut of superhero movies these days. In the origin story, we return to the beginning. We see the hero experience a trauma and a transformation. They struggle to change, to become, and voila, they pop out of the chrysalis, transformed utterly and permanently into the hero. The problem with this kind of transformation is how simple, linear, and ultimately unrealistic it is. If we're trying to tell the story of a person's life with emotional realism, then we've got to acknowledge that life is a river, not an elevator with two floors. Life is complicated and messy, and it's not just one formative moment in childhood that makes us who we are. It's a thousand moments. It's an accumulation of interactions, scenes, and lives. And in our adult lives, we aren't stuck forever in the one form that childhood shaped us to be. People make choices all the time that change their lives for good or bad. People keep changing, keep struggling, keep growing and learning, and they don't ever really stop in a fixed, final, triumphant form. So how do we incorporate this idea into our writing? First, we need to stretch beyond the format of the origin story. There are so many other stories and stages of life that can offer themselves up to drama, complexity, and change. How about writing a midlife crisis story or a story about a second act in a character's life? How about a conversion story or an estrangement story? How about a birth or a death or a transformation that doesn't come easily out of some formative childhood experience? If you're struggling to come up with story ideas, one way to begin is to start looking up and down the timeline of your character's life, examining the unusual, neglected parts of that timeline. When that character appears in a story or novel, Alice Madison writes in her book The Kite and the String, the author primarily has in mind major personality traits arising from childhood, and if I ask the writers, what will happen in the next scene, the answer is something like, I will demonstrate Gregory's insecurity about blank and his fear of blank. However interesting it may be to think of characters as, in part, the results of their personal history, focusing too intently on psychology makes writers look back, not forward. I think this is the thing that bothers me the most about the overused origin story. It is ultimately a story that is looking back and putting together the pieces of the puzzle of a character's past without being very interested in what lies ahead, in what difficult, messy choices and changes are happening in the present rather than what has happened in the past. So this week, think about how you might shape the present of your character, no matter what kind of person they may have been in the past. This week's reading recommendation is a very buzzed about, talked about book, and I'm so glad that I I picked this one up. It is The School for Good Mothers by Jasmine Chan. It's an absolutely harrowing story for anyone who is a parent, because I think it taps into one of our deepest fears as parents, which is the, the worst case scenario of losing our children. In this case, 
a parent character has a very bad day and makes a bad decision. And in this dystopian world, her child is taken away from her and she has to attend a strict, very oppressive sort of re-education school or camp or prison, uh, depending on how you view it, uh, in order to have the chance of regaining custody of her child. In some ways, this book is not that far off from horror stories I've read about the way that Child Protective Services can work in the United States and in other countries. It also steps off those rails into the surreal and the unreal and to imagine a more extreme world. So it's got elements of reality and not that far from reality in it. It's written in a clear honest, unsparing kind of style in which we really have to, as readers, examine our own prejudices and our own biases and the harsh judgment that is leveled on on women in particular, but parents in general, and the sometimes impossible expectations that are put on them to be perfect all the time. Thanks for listening. The Writerly Bites podcast will be back with micro tips to make your writing better. It's produced by me, Blair Hurley. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and visit the website at writerlybites.com. Email me at writerlybitespodcast at gmail.com with your favorite tips or questions about the writing life, which I'd love to tackle in future episodes.